Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's something weird that I noticed. I could walk every single day for miles in New York City. I could be walking around New York City for hours and not make eye contact with one person, let alone smile or wave. And by the way, I see thousands of people every time I leave my house here. I can go, you know, if I'm in a town, a a, a town somewhere, let's say I'm visiting a friend in a suburb or I'm by my house in a town, I could walk around and not wave to anyone. In fact, it would be wildly awkward if I did that. If you go to a mall and you're walking store to store, again, seeing thousands of people, you're not looking at that. You're not engaging with them. You're just walking by them as if they don't exist. I'm not saying it's the right thing. It's just what we do. But how come the second the walk is disguised as exercise, let's say we're walking, you know, we have exercise clothes on and we're going for an exercise walk in a more desolate place in New York City. Maybe I'm on the bridal path in Central Park or the reservoir Maybe uh, in the Hamptons, I'm walking on the back roads. So you see a lot of other people going on their walks. I'm sure wherever you live, you just go for walks in a, I don't know, wherever your neighborhood is through the streets of your neighborhood. How come when that happens, all of a sudden, it's not only socially acceptable, but it's almost required that you wave to the person that you're passing? How come in that instance, it's acceptable. It's no longer uncomfortable. In fact, it's more uncomfortable if you don't acknowledge them and wave. What happens when we're exercising that makes the wave, it's almost a requirement. Is it that we're so knee deep in our wellness journey and we're, we're obviously so is that other person. So we now have something in common. Hey, I'm exercising. You are too. Hi right? You know what I'm talking about because we don't do that during the day when we see people. We only do it when we have our exercise clothes on. Am I right? You know I'm right. Are we suddenly better than everyone else, me and the person we're passing because we're trying to live a healthy lifestyle? Even if it's just for a day, we are above all others because we're getting our steps in. (laughs) So for that reason, we're bonded with others who are doing the same. Does anyone have an answer as to why that happens? I'm kind of fascinated by it. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Don't hate me, but... Ugh, and I feel so bad saying this. I really do because as a creative person who's constantly coming up with new content, new shows, new bits, new writing, new projects, I feel bad saying this. But don't hate me. There is nothing worse than going to a concert and hearing the sentence, now we're going to play you a new song. Oh my God. There's nothing worse. We didn't come here for the new song. We came here to sing along with songs that we, we've heard before. We want to sing along. We want to be part of it. 
Read the room. Read the room band. Have you ever noticed that when you play that new song, the crowd goes dead? All of a sudden, it's limp bodies just staring into space. It's a good time to go to the bathroom. It's a good time to go get something to eat or drink. Nobody is singing along. Everyone's just standing there in silence. The crowd could go from becoming totally off the rails insane to just a bunch of mannequins sitting in the audience. Don't hate me, but I don't like when I go to a show and they say that sentence and then play a new song. Again, I feel bad saying that as a creator. Always, always support creators' new work. But you guys, let's be honest, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, don't hate me. So hockey season uh, starts today, actually, when this episode comes out. This Tuesday, hockey season starts, at least here. It's the first Rangers game. And my boyfriend thinks he plays for the Rangers. He actually does. It's awkward. That means a lot of watching hockey from here on out till the rest of the season, which seems to last forever, by the way. So like I told you before, I think the best way to handle it for me personally, and maybe you too, if you want to make it more fun, maybe try to make it more fun by having a little skin in the game. And by skin in the game, I mean, have a little wager. That's why I'm excited that today's show is presented by Bet Online. Football is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your awards. Bet online where the game starts. My get involved this week, you guys, I, I honestly, I can't believe I'm sharing this. I'd like to gatekeep it. I would because I don't want anyone to learn this trick of the trade. Does that make me a bad person? Maybe, maybe yeah, I could, I could be self-reflective. I don't want to share it, but at the same time, I want my get involved to be really good. So here's my get involved. And this is just between me and you guys, because you guys are like my best friends. If there is a concert that you want to see, but tickets are very expensive, I'm going to share my trick with you. If you sit side stage, and by side stage, I don't mean side stage that looks like it's in front of the stage because there's side stage that begins in front of the stage. And then there's actually side stage. Those side stage, the ones that are like almost behind where the stage starts, usually say limited or obstructed view. But guess what? They're usually not. They're not. But people want to see the entire stage. So if you're going to a concert that has a lot of dancers, let's say, you know, like a Beyonce concert or a J-Lo concert, um, maybe a Lady Gaga concert, some sort of big production that has a lot of dancers, that might not work for you. 
If you're going to a concert where you want to see the screen behind the performer with maybe a lot of special effects, but if that's not important to you, let's say you're seeing like Dave Matthews or Billy Joel or someone who's just there with their instrument and it's not a big production, you're really just there to, to hear the music or see the singer. My recommendation to all of you is buy the side stage tickets that say limited or restricted view because the only thing that's restricted about your view is you can't see the screen sometimes, sometimes behind the performer, not always, but sometimes. And when I say it makes a huge difference, like those seats, let's say might be $110 and the literally the row next to you, which is like four seats over will be $500. So that is my get involved. That's my secret tip that I can't believe I'm sharing publicly. And I hate myself, but I want a guy, I want you guys to keep coming back for more. I want you guys to be part of the podcast and always listen. So I'm trying to give the best get involved possible. So that's my get involved this week. Get involved. Okay, a little housekeeping before we continue. Uh, it has come to my attention via one of my listeners that there was an ad that was played um, that she heard at the end of the podcast after the outro music. She was upset because it was a political ad and thought I had taken on a politician as a sponsor. So I just want to let everyone know I have no sponsors that are politicians. The only sponsors I have are the ads that I have read in my own voice on this podcast and that are listed in the episode summary. I didn't even know the network was playing ads um, in between my podcasts that were pre-recorded. Those apparently filter in from a national ad database and they don't pick and choose them. I found out and I have told the network to please block any ads that would be controversial or political in any way. So if anyone heard anything, just please know that those are not my political affiliations whatsoever. I didn't even know that they were happening. So thank you to the listener who pointed it out. Hopefully you will not hear any more ads like that. And if you do, please let me know because they're not supposed to ever come back. I know you all didn't get it because we couldn't find the ad again. I think they just come up at random. Anyway, that's that. I apologize if you heard any messages that were upsetting in any way. Hopefully you won't hear them ever again. Okay, on a happier note, I want to share some listener feedback that cracked me up. First of all, Dante Paradiso, who is a listener I love. He's constantly sharing his thoughts with me on the podcast. But it, uh, when we talked about the phone charger and at what point you consider your phone as running out of batteries, most of you are on my page. Most of you were saying that we are, you know, kindred spirits. Most of you are at the 80% range. Dante wrote to me, he is at his 23%. 23% is when he decides his phone is running out of batteries. Now, that would give me a full-on panic attack. That's a dead phone as far as I'm concerned. But then he wrote something interesting. He said, but I do get nervous whenever the gas is under three quarters of a tank. It drives my wife crazy because she's like, it's on empty, so we have another 30 miles. And that made me laugh because here's the thing, guys, and I don't know who's with me, but I could drive on empty <laughs> for so long. I'd be much more upset if my phone was dying than me driving on empty. Now, I know that sounds crazy. I'm going to have a much bigger problem on my hands if I run out of gas. But I could drive with like, 
less than a quarter of a tank for eternity. I could even drive with the gas light on. And by the way, just as I predicted, I was right about the phone charging. I'm sure you guys are with me on that too. I just have a feeling. At what point do you guys consider your gas tank empty? That's a good one. Because for me, it's like less than quarter of a tank. So thank you for that, Dante. I've gotten so many responses about the fall episode. I think we're all in agreement about fall. And also, I also want to say everyone is in love with my mother after last week's episode. If you have not caught that one, listen to the one with my mother. People are going bananas over my mother. I think she should be the social studies mascot. I also want to tell you that since that episode aired, I went to the Kygo concert and I was there and I told her I was there and I sent her a video and her response was, don't take the subway home. There's stabbings on the subway. Please take an Uber. So even since we have aired that episode and discussed the crazy text she sent me, they continue. Have you guys taken advantage of the offer that our new sponsor, Pet Care RX, has given? It's 30% off your order for um, any sort of pet food, pet medication, pet accessories, toys, treats, off of already what seem to be the lowest prices on the internet with the code Jenna30. That's J-E-N-A-30. I just wanted to put the offer up front when I'm talking about this sponsor, because it's just such a good one. I don't know why everyone wouldn't use it. If you have a pet, of course. Pet Care RX knows the most important thing is to keep your pets healthy by offering the best products and save money while doing it. They have food, medication, toys, treats, accessories, supplements, and pharmacy. They have a huge inventory for some of the lowest prices on the internet and can all be delivered right to your doorstep. And they also have something great. They have something called Pet Plus, which is a membership. Members get everything at wholesale prices and also includes 24-7 virtual vet support where you can chat with a vet from the comfort of your own home. They are also kind enough to offer all my listeners a discount. That is J-E-N-A 30 for 30% off at checkout. So definitely take advantage of that deal when you are checking out PetCareRx.com. Okay, you guys, I was supposed to have a different episode today. You guys were supposed to be hearing something different, but I had to have an emergency recording to share an awkward story with you instead. I felt it was crucial that I share the story so you know how uncool I am. I also felt like it was kind of in line with social studies because it was, um, you'll see why. I have been following Kygo on Instagram for years. And I don't, it started because maybe not years, I don't know how long, but I saw a reel that he posted, him performing Higher Love, the Whitney Houston cover with a dance mix. And I love Whitney Houston. I love that song. So I started following him and I loved his posts. He's always, um, performing for some massively huge audience all over the world. People are obsessed with him. They get his their name his name tattooed on them. It's a whole thing. Now, is that my favorite genre of music? No, it's not, but I don't have anything against any genre. I like it. I like a lot of different kinds of music. Anyway, Kygo is the kind of he's like a DJ kind of. He's a DJ 
I don't know, what, what do you call him? He's a DJ, but also makes his own music. There's a lot of songs you don't realize Kygo is involved in. So when I saw that he was coming to town, I was really excited. He was playing it at Madison Square Garden. And I thought, why not go with some girlfriends? Because that's going to be such a fun night. We're just going to dance and have a good time no matter what. It's all dance music. Let's go. Let's blow off some steam. And even though we may not know all of his songs, it's going to be really fun. And I called my Yes Girls. Now, this is another topic I want to talk about. Yes Girls. Really quickly, I'm going to divert. I have a group of friends who are yes girls. Some of my closest friends are not yes girls. Some of my closest friends are no girls. I've invited them to several things over the years and they always say, no, that's okay. I love them just the same. I just know what not to invite them to and that's okay. But then... I have my yes girls, my friends who I could literally say, do you want to drive to Mexico tomorrow? And their answer, no matter what is going on, will be yes. So my point is, it's important to have yes girls in your life. So you always have people to try new things with when you want to try them. I myself happen to be a yes girl. I had a psychic medium many years ago tell me, accept every invitation because you never know what it can bring into your life. Now, I do that. I don't do that with social things. I am not a social networker. I say yes to all of my friends' events, but I don't say yes to all my acquaintances' parties. I just don't. I'm not, that's not the kind of yes experiences I'm talking about. I'm talking about random yes experiences. So to quote the great Bethany Kelly Ben Simone, argument. I happen to come from a place of yes. And I love my friends who come from a place of yes. My advice to all of you listening is always come from a place of yes, because you never know what experience you're going to have that you didn't think you want. But suddenly you're like, oh my God, that was the best night of my life or the best thing I ever did or tried. Life is short. Come from a place of yes, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. So back to the story. So I call my yes girls. I say, do you want to go to Kygo with me? All of them are like, I don't really know Kygo, but my answer is yes. And I'm like, great. So two of them come with me. We get tickets at Madison Square Garden and the tickets were wildly expensive, but I used my little trick that I mentioned earlier in this episode in my get involved segment. And we got reasonable tickets for this thing. So the show starts at eight and he is like an, a DJ. He's used to playing very late night things in Vegas, Ibiza, who knows what. So I didn't think it was going to start at eight on the dot. The only person that really starts at eight on the dot is Billy Joel, who has like a residency in Madison Square Garden. So we get there at like 8.15. We're, you know, getting some drinks at the concessions. And suddenly I hear coming from inside the stadium, I hear higher love which is my favorite song he does. So I was like, shit, you guys were missing it. So we run inside, we get there. Also, I should say when we got to the Madison Square Garden, they gave us these those light up wristbands they give you at some concerts that go with the music. You're, they light up with the music to the beat of the music that change color. So I'm expecting a whole production. I am expecting it to be wild in there. We get in there and Kygo is on stage in a white t-shirt and he has his DJ equipment. And to be honest, it was 
not what I expected it to be. So, you know, we're dancing, we're making the best of it. But I noticed it's really, I had thought Kygo was like DJing mixes into songs that he had created and he has singers and he has people playing instruments. But instead, this was just literally like a wedding DJ just playing songs. It was like karaoke, kind of. So we were kind of a little confused by it. There were absolutely no lights going on. There was no pizzazz. And for this kind of dance music, I I was expecting lights and pizzazz. And our wristbands the whole time were not lighting up. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys, the, the wristbands aren't even working. Look, no one's wristbands are lighting up. We're an hour into dancing. We also noticed that it is literally three quarters empty. Madison Square Garden was three quarters empty. And I was like, you you guys, this is crazy. I've never seen Madison Square Garden so empty. And tickets for this thing, again, were crazy. Like good tickets were like $1,500 a seat. That's not what we paid. But I just, I just couldn't believe it. So I started to have literally this like existential crisis because I'm like, oh my God. I know we say Instagram is fake, but it is, Kygo is legitimately smoke and mirrors. He portrays this huge experience as he travels the world and people are getting their names tattooed on him. Yet here he is with nothing but a turntable and whatever DJ equipment. And no one has shown up except three, like one quarter of Madison Square Garden. And I should also add, there was a group of people like on the floor dancing by the stage, so excited, holding bags of Kygo merch. And I'm thinking, stop trying to make Kygo happen. Stop with the charade. Stop supporting the charade. And there's no lights. There's no smoke. There's no nothing. So we're dancing and we're just, I, I, I said, it feels like we're at fire festival. I was like, Kygo, a Kygo concert is like fire festival. I was really disappointed and I felt really bad that I had dragged my friends to this concert and they bought these tickets and I was just like, oh God. So one of my friends, we had literally been dancing for an hour and a half trying to make the best of it. But inside we were, I felt like it was sad. Not only was it sad, but I also was, I like was looking at Kygo in a whole new light. All of those songs I loved, I'm suddenly like, oh my God, this is awkward. Kygo is awkward. So one of my friends is like, I'm already sweating from dancing so much. And it wasn't even like good dancing. It wasn't like the kind of dancing where you just like can't stop. We were like kind of forcing it, to be honest. And I was like, I guess we can leave soon. And I've never in the history of concerts left a concert early, but I was like, I guess we can leave. So... As we're having the leaving discussion, she looks up at the screen and behind Kygo is someone else's name across the screen. And it had been, I had seen it the entire hour and a half, this name traveling across the screen. I'm not going to say the name since I've just talked so so poorly about it. But um, I see the name traveling across the screen. I had thought, because it's a name I'd never heard, I thought it was the name of the DJ equipment that like sponsored Kygo. I thought I thought what I was seeing on the screen, flashing across the screen, traveling across the screen was some like DJ thing that I didn't know about because I'm not down with DJ equipment. So she's like, is that this person's name? Is this not Kygo? So we pull up Kygo's Instagram account. And we're like, no, that's Kygo. That, that looks exactly like Kygo. But then we type in the name of the, the person whose name was flashing across the screen the entire hour and a half that we had been dancing. 
Turns out, oh, guess what? That's him. So that entire time that we thought we were seeing Kygo and making fun of the Kygo concert, it was just the opening act. How embarrassing for us. <laughs> I mean, that is literally grandma status right there. I literally am not cool anymore. That is, it's it's no, no longer debatable. I am officially uncool. And I know about opening acts. That's the worst part. But I saw the DJ and a man that looked exactly like Kygo and I thought the concert had started. Because by the way, he was playing some Kygo type songs, some songs that Kygo samples. So we were dying. We were hysterical. And then we ended up staying for the concert. I mean, the fact that we were about to leave and miss the whole concert makes me cringe. I can't even think about it. And let me tell you something, Kygo is everything and more. It was so incredible. I have never in my life, and I've been to almost every single show that has come through Madison Square Garden in the past, I don't know, 20 years. And let me tell you, I've never seen a laser show quite like this in my life. There were lasers, there were fireworks, there were drones, there were explosions of fire. There were endless singers that he had collabed with. He had an entire orchestra, a female orchestra, playing different string instruments. He had a marching band, a drum line. Anyway, I had to clear that up because Kygo is now all of our spirit animals. It was amazing. And I also want to say about the opening act, had I not thought it was Kygo, we could have enjoyed it more. (laughs) So that's why I didn't say his name because I'm sure he has a very bright future ahead of him. Uh, it was just that I had expected more and, and the wristbands did work for Kygo. They lit up the whole night. So that is my embarrassing story that I I had to share with you to tell you what a loser I am. I thought it was amazing. And I had to come tell you. Moral of the story is If Kygo comes to town and you have an opportunity to see him, I highly recommend taking it, even if you don't know his music, because he puts on quite a show. Also important to say, Kim is one of my yes girls, Kim, who's been on this this podcast many times. And I had to throw that in because if I don't say that, if I don't say she was one of the people with me, she's going to get upset. That's all for today's episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, it was supposed to be something totally different, but I look forward to seeing you guys next week. This episode is presented by Bet Online and Pet Care RX. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.